to the Unlucky Frog Gaming Podcast. You are joined by your usual hosts here. We've got Tom Mattering. Hello. And myself, Josh Hartley. How are we doing this week, Tom? I am knackered. <laughs> I think, did you not say this on last week's episode, though, I did. as well? I is did. this? I, I think this is, I think this is just a, a common theme for hitting your, like, Mid to late thirties. I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I exist in a state of perpetual tiredness. <laughs> it's just to what degree of tiredness I'm dealing with at any given point in time. Right? Well, are you on the uh, tiredometer? I'm probably like a, a seven out of ten. Like, oh, okay, that's pretty. Know. That's pretty I'm, knackered. I mean, I exist at a five. Like, you okay, know, oh, so, five's the base. Yeah. Oh no, you know, so that's not good. <laughs> seven is kind of like it's, it's average, really, for me. Um, like I, I remember vaguely this is a kind of a, a golden years type of scenario. But I, I remember when I was younger, you know, I was I was full of piss and vinegar, and I had all mm. the energy in the world. I, I don't know where that's gone. Like I'm, I'm not for this getting old malarkey. I don't recommend it. Yeah, uh, I'd. I'd I'd rather not. No, the alternative. No, the, the this it, like this is better than the alternative, though. So, I mean, what's the alternative? N- not growing old and dying. Oh, so dying. Right. Okay. Yeah. Death. Death is the alternative I thought, to sorry, growing I was old. Like, is the alternative being forever young? Because that seems preferable. No, like... that's not a thing. No, no. Dorian Gray doesn't exist. No one's got a, a portrait of themselves in the attic getting well, older. You say that. I know some people who uh, who just haven't apparently aged i actually find this really interesting right random tangent so i've met a few people uh in my life really realistically and, and this isn't a sexist thing but all of them are men strangely mm-hmm. enough who just didn't age like they kind of hit like 20 21 and then they just kind of looked that way for like as long as i knew them but what's quite interesting is in in the past couple of years i'd say so bearing in mind i'm in my late 30s so people i know are kind of Around that bracket, sort of mid to, to late thirties, uh, they've yeah. it, it started to hit them, but it has hit them like a truck. You oh, know, they no. rather than like kind of the <laughs> slow sort of aging that I, I've seen in myself and I've seen in other people. Uh, it's just like they've gone from this sort of you know uh, Benjamin Button like youth to mm. just like fifty years old <laughs> overnight. Wow. You know, you just wake up with this wrinkles and grey hairs and. And the whole shebang. So even that doesn't last. Uh, it, it would appear, um, which is is interesting. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm being overly negative. I'm actually, aside from being a little tired, I'm actually in quite a good mood overall. Mm-hmm. I've had a I've had an interesting week, uh, both work wise and hobby wise. So obviously, I work in insurance. There's been a lot of storms going on. So I've been dealing with the fallout of of all these storms mm-hmm. that are going on across the UK and. It's it's insurance is a weird industry to work in. I'm not going to talk too much about my work, but you you don't often find yourself being favourably viewed. Uh, you know, there's a lot of oh, I'm familiar with that feeling. There's yeah. a lot of negative perceptions of of insurance, and and I'm not saying they're all without any merit, but at the moment, you tend to find in these times of, of I don't want to use the term crisis, but you know, when when things are bad. Uh, mm. Like at the start of COVID or now with the storms, 
people are actually really nice to you because they know how busy you are. They know like you're yeah. doing the best you can. So I've actually been kind of, uh, I've taken a break from my usual job and I've been on the front lines just dealing with new storm claims that mm-hmm. are coming in. And it's been really nice just like talking to people and, uh, you know, having chats and, and like having a bit of a laugh with folk about oh. something that's not that funny, but that people have a sense of humor about. So mm-hmm. that's been quite nice. Uh, and that's kind of been a bit invigorating, I suppose. Uh, what about you, Josh? Sorry, I'm conscious I'm with you. That was remarkably wholesome for you, actually. I so. have my moments. I have my yeah. moments. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, yeah, the week's been fine. Um, I was at an open mic night last night, so that was always good. Um, I ha- I went to um, my the village where my mum and dad live. Uh, they have a curry club that my dad goes to. So, like, once a month, they will go get a curry somewhere. So I joined them for that, which was uh, which is nice, having a curry with my dad. And, yeah. Like, <laughs> and 16 other people. But <laughs> it, was, it was nice just hanging out with my dad doing that. Um, not an awful lot of gaming stuff happening um, this week for me, personally. Um, but it's not. We we have things to talk about. We have uh, plenty of stuff to talk about. So, shall we? Uh, shall we dive into one of the biggest PR gaffes I've seen in like quite some time? Let's do it. Okay. So, unless you've been living under a rock, you will be aware that this week um, Russia has effectively invaded uh, the Ukraine. Um, and you know that's obviously a very bad thing <laughs> um uh, it, uh, tragic for the people who are directly impacted by it right mm-hmm. so you know big world event tragic uh it's going to cause a lot of suffering um one game publisher uh phalanx posted this on the day it happened so this is the day that russian troops and tanks Cross the border into Ukraine. History is happening right before our eyes. With Europe divided, you can simulate the current crisis at a strategic level and relive the events that led to it. The new Cold War with Russia on one side and the EU and NATO on the other. And uh, as I was saying that, Tom on the webcam was just shaking his head in dismay. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've I've seen this post a few times now. You sent it to me when it, it dropped, and uh, I've I've kind of looked over it a couple of times before the episode, and I just it, it just baffles the mind. Like there are there are degrees of of insensitivity that I can kind of look at and go, okay, I I can see where you were going, and you've you've just you've just dropped the ball a bit. You know, you've missed the mark, and then there is there's this really. This is this is a new. A new law. This is a new benchmark of... Yeah, I, I, it does like raise a question. What on earth were they thinking? How, 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 this presumably went past a few people before it you got You would hope posted. so. Yeah. I mean, so actually, like, no, I hope it wasn't. I hope this was one idiot with access to a Twitter account. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I must admit, I don't do... Um, I, I don't know how marketing works for these kind of companies. So mm. I don't know. If it maybe it is just one person who's an idiot, but um, I, I kind of in my head imagine there are multiple people involved in this decision, and it's just like, how do you justify this? Um, 
Just to be clear, though, um, because the game they're talking about is a um, it is a what if war game. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I think that's perfectly fine designing that game mm-hmm. because the what if hadn't happened by that point. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, the the what if is currently unfolding, but and that's not the game designer's fault or anything. No. Um, but don't don't use it to plug your bloody game and try and sell sell more copies. I mean, like, uh, if if right, and 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 ultimately the answer should be no. Just don't do it, right? But there is a way. If you really, really wanted to, if you were like, if you were so set on it that you mm-hmm. could, you know, you were like, we're going to use for some reason, we're going to use this horrific situation to plug our board game because that's the thing to do. You could at least have phrased it in such a way as, you know, whilst this is a scenario that you can create in this game, this shouldn't have happened. And mm-hmm. we condemn the actions being taken by Russia. You know. So if you really want to, if for some reason, for some obscene, obscure reason, you want to do it, right? at least do it from the point of view of, this is really bad and we are not in support of it. We mm. we condemn it, we're against it, we spit in the face of it, whatever. And, and don't go, history is unfolding. You can enjoy it yourself in Europe divided. Like, yeah. What? What yeah. were you thinking? It's worth noting that this post has been taken down and I think it was pr- taken down pretty quickly, presumably when someone else in the company looked at it and just go, why are we... Why? 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 Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's mad, isn't it? It's, it's absolutely crazy. And I don't know if... <laughs> And I, I don't want to take a shot at a, a country in particular here. I don't know if the fact this is made in the US, maybe, maybe is any commentary mm. on that. Yeah. Uh, and I know we have some US listeners, so no, inf- no offense intended. But uh, yeah, that was uh, it's an odd one, man. It, like we've had this discussion before about you know board games tying into real life events mm-hmm. and like how soon is how soon is too soon? Yeah. You know. When is it appropriate? And and as you said, you know, this is an instance where the game was was out before the event, so you can't hold yeah. that against them. The game's existence is 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 fine, you know, in its and its own merits. Maybe not the time I'd be plugging the game. Uh, just sort of let's put that one on the back burner for a little bit. We'll focus on something else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just just no, just don't do that. You know, there are. There are people dying. There are people suffering. You don't. Mm. You don't profit from that. You know that's the worst kind of person in the world uh, that profits from that kind of suffering. Uh, silly move. Silly, yeah, silly I mean, move. like, like, like you say, the the whole "how soon is too soon" question is an interesting question, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of debate around it. I think we can agree that the day it happened is too soon. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone can agree on that. Yeah, I don't think there's any argument uh, <laughs> to be... Well, apparently there, there might be one person that works at Farlex. One person <laughs> thought it was okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there we go. Who's on that side of the fence. Um, I mean, it, it's interesting. You know, we we played board games. Everybody's played board games for years, but you know, we played loads of board games. And, you know, we've all played Risk and, and games like that where you do simulate, you know, these kinds of scenarios, uh, you know, of, of countries invading other countries. And it, it does kind of bring home when you have a situation like this, you know, because we, you and I have never, we, we weren't alive during like the big wars, you know, the world wars, uh, things mm-hmm. like that. I mean, we were, we were 
young when even like the war on terror and things was a was yeah. a big a big part of the world um so this is kind of for me as an adult uh this is kind of the first time i've i've seen you know any kind of military action like mm. of of this scale uh that that is kind of familiar you know because i think it's a sad state of affairs but when you see uh sort of war torn countries you know and it's like a sand dune environment or really hot climates and things that you can't really identify with. There's a bit of like cognitive dissonance yeah. there with that. Whereas this is, you know, this is a city that you could live in, you know, people mm-hmm. you could live next to and, and it does bring it home that little bit more. Um, so I don't want to dwell on, on a negative for too long, but it, it does make you think a little bit just about, uh, about the fantasy uh, element of it and, it's going to be a bit trickier to play that kind of war game for a while, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think um, I might, uh, I might not touch uh, Twilight Struggle for a little while at yeah. least. So um, it was the same she- with the, it was the same with like pande- pandemic and COVID as well. You know, that's yeah. a game that I just really, I, I wasn't a massive fan of it uh, pre-COVID, but after COVID hit, although weirdly, did sales of it not spike during COVID? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, people have a dark sense. Of people you, really man. do. Um, yeah, but yeah, like uh, you guys hooked <laughs> up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I I'll give that one a swerve as well for a while. Just do you not remember the UK chart when uh, lockdown first happened in 2020? And I think uh, several songs uh, got back into the top 40. Like it's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel <laughs> fine by REM. <laughs> There was also, oh my god, was it um, Maroon Five? It's getting harder to breathe. Got, got into like I know oh, it's no. awful. Yeah, um, people are messed up, man. Like I, are... I, I have a dark sense of humour. Like yeah. I do, I really do. But like, Jesus, guys. I know. I know. Anyway. Oh. Anyway, moving on to something a bit more positive. Henry Cavill's doing more Warhammer stuff. He is. He <laughs> yeah. is. We uh, we posted about this uh, on our Facebook earlier in the week, and it's been it's been kind of all over uh, bits of social media. Uh, but Henry Cavill, uh, I think it was last weekend, paid a visit to uh, Warhammer World in Nottingham, which mm-hmm. was really really cool. Uh, I just really enjoyed seeing that. Uh, he's a a big. Uh, gamer we we kind of talked about him on previous episodes uh it was really nice kind of seeing him living his uh his hobby dream uh yeah. it must be so cool like like i've been to warhammer world a lot like when mm. i worked at games workshop i went there quite a bit i've been there as a hobbyist quite a few times and when i worked at games workshop you know we got uh on a couple of occasions we got taken to a few bits that customers don't see but there's still bits that kind of you you don't really get to see mm. um it must be nice having that celebrity clout and kind of going down. And he got the VIP treatment. Like, oh yeah, for sure. You hundred percent see. You know, he, he was basically escorted around. You know, all the different parts of it, and he was in some of the back office stuff of it as well. Um, and it's nice. I think it's really nice to kind of share that. You know, he's got that clout. He's got that kind of exposure that is good for Games Workshop. And equally, you know, it must have been a buzz for for the people that work there to to have Henry Cavill in for the day and, and kind of show him around. And from what I could see, he took some photos with some, like, youngsters and stuff as well, which is, is really nice for them. Yeah, he does seem uh, sort of uh, 
a nice thing. He just seemed like a, just a genuinely nice guy. Yeah. As well. Like, he was... Because the, the, I, I saw it on uh, Instagram, like, uh, exploding on that. Like, just all of these different staff members and people who just happened to be in Warhammer World um, on that day, just posing for a photo with him. And, like, yeah. It's, you know, he didn't need to do that. He could have just been in and out, like... Um, from the back door and like just not well, have to it. deal with Joe Public you know he could have had the baseball cap on the glasses you know kind of shadowed around you hear about celebrities getting places closed down as well so they can go into it but no he's mm. gone in but you know you could see him in the video that was on Warhammer Community you could see him like that he's walking past people playing games and stuff uh, on the main tables which is, is awesome uh, mm. it's interesting because I was reading an article the other day and I don't know if it's kind of because Henry Cavill's a bit more in the limelight at the moment because of like The Witcher and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was like seven things bad about Henry Cavill. Uh, and one of the things was, uh, or oh, he, he he doesn't just act for the art, he acts for money. And like he said in an interview at one point that basically like someone had said to him, well, you know, uh, how do you kind of reconcile, you know, how much you get paid for, uh, you know, for art when it's, instead of doing it art for art's sake and he's like well you know the money's nice like it's it's good to have money you know yeah. it's nice. and i'm like that's not a bad thing like you know he's like the man earn a living yeah like, like you know like uh, capitalism has its flaws and i'm not going to get into into to all that right now that's a, that's a different discussion i'm sure for another day when we don't have enough content but like let him enjoy his money. You know he's worked hard for it. Like he can, he, you could be paid, well paid for something and enjoy it. You know that they're not mutually exclusive. In fact, I would say if anything, that's kind of the dream, right? And like, if if mm. you have something against that, there's probably a bit of jealousy in there than anything else. Uh, oh yeah, I, like that. What you just described is like smacks of jealousy. Yeah. So it, it really does. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was like, that's such a genuine thing to just go and enjoy something you enjoy, you know, being around the people that enjoy it. And sure, I'm sure he was, you know, he probably had some bodyguards there. I, I, I'm sure he was probably, you know, it was all kind of controlled a little bit. And that's, you know, mm. reasonable. I'm sure he's not at risk. I've, I've seen Henry Cavill. He's probably not at risk from anybody who goes into the warm <laughs> world. But, uh, you know, fair play to the guy. Yeah. So no, that was uh, that, that that was that was just a nice little thing to to see this week. Yeah, definitely. Um, what else has been going on? I was, so, there was something else that we were going to talk about, and my mind has gone completely blank. Vox now. Machina. Vox Machina has ended. Yes. Um, how did you? So I, I actually haven't spoken to you yet about the the final episodes. How did they land for you? I loved them. Really, really enjoyed them. So I was, it was actually the first time I didn't watch them on the Friday. I ended up being quite busy. Uh, mm-hmm. And I didn't get around to them until the Saturday morning, but I sat down on the Saturday morning and I watched them all on the one. Uh, and I really enjoyed them. I was really, really happy with uh, with how it all shaked out. You know, it, uh, it 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 hit all the points I wanted it to hit. Uh, it was it was just more of the same. You know, and I, I don't want to kind of just uh, flog a, a very alive horse, uh, mm-hmm. but it was it was really, really good. I thought the Without going into spoiler territory, and, and I'll, I will hold off on this a little bit. I thought the end was really, really good. They, the way they've set up the next yes. season was very strong, and I kind of I had an inkling it was coming because I, obviously I watched it when they did the original show, but I was kind of like, are they gonna 
are they going to hold off on that and have that maybe be the start of the next season? Um, but no, they, they 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 did what I think is probably the right thing, which is used it as a, a cliffhanger, you know, a teaser mm. for season two, uh, which is is so cool. Like it's, it's going to be that first episode of season two is going to be amazing. Like yeah. based off that cliffhanger, because um, I know how that pans out and it is it's it's brutal, but it's good. Um, so I'm really looking forward to to seeing what they do there. Have they given any indication as to when season two is going to come out? Don't think it'll be anytime soon. Um, no, I, I'm I'm guessing at least a year, probably longer. Yeah, I think so. From my understanding, after they did the Kickstarter, they'd kind of they got the ball rolling with Titmouse and things were kind of underway. Then they got the deal with Amazon, uh, mm-hmm. where it was obviously. Uh, signed for for Amazon to do two seasons with them, which I suspect may well get increased because I think the season has been uh, the show's been very very well received from uh, everything I've kind of read online. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that that'll be really interesting to see how soon that comes. I mean, the, the difference is I don't know the intricacies of animation. I, I have a very mm. surface level understanding, but. I think when you've got some of the assets in place, that's certainly going to help. Uh, obviously, the like when they would have first started out, they wouldn't have fully known the art style for the characters. They wouldn't have had the casting done. You know, there's a lot of things that wouldn't have been in place that are all logistically time-consuming. So mm. I suppose we're in a position now where they've got the style down, they've got the voices down, they've got kind of the general beats down. So maybe that's going to streamline it a little bit and maybe we'll see it in a year, maybe 18 months, optimistically. But if it's longer, I'm happy with that, to be honest. Like, I I would rather something was done right and the time was taken. And this is, this is an issue I kind of bring up a lot with, you know, especially with computer games and things. Like, take the time, you know, do it right. Like, there's no need to rush. You know, people will wait for things they enjoy. You know, I think, like... I, I watch Peaky Blinders, and I, I think it's been like three years between like the last season and the final season, which is about to come on. It feels mm-hmm. like it anyway, and that's fine. I'm like, okay, I'll wait. Will uh, just uh, on that Will did post something that I do relate to. It's like, okay, the final season of Peaky Blinders is about to start, so brace yourselves for motivational quotes oh, with God. pictures of Cillian Murphy. And uh, and those quotes have nothing to do with Peaky Blinders. I hate that shit. I hate it. <laughs> it is, and it's not just that. It's it's so much stuff where people post a picture of someone and a quote that they are not related to, and just like slam it together as this motivational BS. And I'm like, I get where you're coming from with it. I know you're trying to make this cool, sort of catchy, kind of cool, you know, nice post that's you know. I, just don't. It's cringe. Like, just, just the worst offenders I thought were the minions. Minions were really despicable, bad from Despicable Me. Like, yeah, there was that was... that like phase like a few years ago where every motivational poster was like minions put to things that were just not appropriate for not what even funny. Are. No, like the, it's that the minions will be like doing like doing minion stuff <laughs> and. Like, <laughs> it would be a, just a really sincere, serious quote with it, and I'm just like, it's, it's, it's like an alien put this together. It's like trying to blend in as a human being. I don't know. Like I, 
I try not to judge people too much for like <laughs> you. I mean, you I, try, did, you, I you, you don't try very hard with me, Tom. No, no. Let me finish. <laughs> this is a specific thing I try not to judge people for. Right? There's there's a lot of basicness, right? With with quotes, you know, your mm. your your live, laugh, love crap, and and that kind of stuff. If if that stuff inspires you, if that helps you get through the day, if that makes you happy, fine. I've, if you want that on your living room wall, I probably won't visit. If you want that on your living room wall, <laughs> not that I was going to, uh, that's fine. Mm. You know, if if you want like things like that plastered in your bathroom or whatever, that's all fine. But don't plaster it all over your Facebook. Like, don't push it in people's faces. Like, what you do in your home is your business. What you do on your mm-hmm. car, what you do, you know, in your your space is fine. And I know it's your Facebook, and I'm doing little inverted commas here, but yes. everybody else has to see it. And it's tedious. Mm. Uh, it's not creative. If you've done something creative great i want to see it you know if you've painted a cool piece of artwork if you've made a video stuff like that yeah put that everywhere i i, I thoroughly encourage creativity don't put your basic shit in people's face we don't need that <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on because you you uh, i'm gonna make a clumsy segue here because you mentioned video games okay you mentioned the word video games that's another thing to talk about warhammer uh total war three is out now, and I've got it. You've played I've it, played, haven't you? I've played some of it, yeah. I'm playing through... So I'm I'm still relatively new to the Total War games, so... I, I, but I, from all the reviews that I've seen as well, they all advise you to play through the prologue anyway, mm-hmm. so I'm uh, playing, like, the sort of tutorial introduction campaign um, for Kislev. Okay. And, oh, man, it's super cool. Bloody love it. So um, the, at the point that I'm at in the prologue, I'm um, fighting demons of Zinch. Nice. So it's so awesome just to see these, um, you know, the, the, the models that we, we remember from way back when, and some of them are still being used in Age of Sigmar as well, just seeing them animated, and, and hundreds of them yeah. as well. Uh, on these humongous battlefields is just something else, and I... Really, uh, really enjoy it. Um, do you think you'll be picking it up anytime soon, or probably not? Uh, no. Not because I wouldn't enjoy it, and not because I don't really like the prospect of it. Because I would on both accounts. I just I have a very, very long backlist of games okay. to play, and I just cannot add to it at the moment. I'm is your your backlist of video games like my backlist of TV shows? Yes, basically. Yeah. But unlike you, cool. I engage fully with with everything and still can't <laughs> keep up. Uh, well, well, actually, here's a bit of news. I watched an episode of Firefly this week. Wow. Okay, I'm impressed. Yes. And what the did first you think? Episode. I bloody love it. Why yeah. haven't I done this? Because <laughs> I, I think I subjected you to a bit of it, did I not, when you were up visiting? You did, you yeah. did. Uh, well, it's our our mutual friend. I'm saying this to the listeners now. Uh, Iona um, had a video call with her just to catch up on Wednesday. And we we normally watch a film together. Uh, we've we've do, like done that since lockdown was a thing. Um, and as we were deliberating which film, I think Iona spotted that Firefly was on Disney+. Plus, so... Um, yeah, I watched the 
And Iona loves Firefly as well, yeah. and was shocked. He shocked as you were when I disclosed to her that I'd never watched it. So I've watched the first episode. I think we're gonna we're gonna watch the series together. So next time I give her a call, we'll be moving on with that. The first episode's a long one as well. I think the first episode's like an hour and a half. It's it a feature length yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of good because you get kind of the feature length episode start, and then you've got thirteen episodes between, and then you've got obviously the the film. Uh, Serenity to cap it off as well Uh, it's funny because I like obviously I was watching it when you came up so I've I've started playing in a uh, a Star Wars campaign recently uh, which I'm having a lot of fun with uh, and I'll I'll talk about that briefly in a minute actually because I've got a bit of a a funny uh, sort of gag from that Uh, and the the GM kind of pitched it to us as Firefly meets Star Wars Mm -hmm. Uh, so I decided like I've I've watched a lot of Star Wars recently so I'll, I'll watch some Firefly so I ended up watching it you caught a bit of it while you were you were visiting as well um, and it's such a good show like it's 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 aged so well as well like quality wise mm-hmm. obviously you've got Joss Whedon involved in it and he's problematic uh, nowadays but yeah. you know I, I kind of take a death of the author approach to that and uh, it's still you know it stands on its own merits um, so I hope you enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, forward your, to your feedback on it. As you I'm get looking to it. forward to watching more of it. I did also binge watch uh, Book of Boba Fett uh, last weekend as well. Good so. show, very good. Show. I really enjoyed that, and yeah. I've, I've read online that people were disappointed with it. I'm kind of like, it's not as good as The Mandalorian. No, no, it's um, not. In fact, my, my criticism of it is, and spoilers coming up for the Book of Boba Fett. My criticism is, I kind of wish they didn't bring Mando and Grogu back into it. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought it should have just been its own thing. But whatever, I mean, it was great fun seeing them on screen again. I think but, the, like, the sad thing about Book of Boba Fett, I, I loved it. And I think the sad thing is the best episodes are the ones with, with Mando in. Yeah. And it's it, it's not necessarily just because Mando's in them. It just seems that that seems to have been some of the best written stuff and the best kind of staged action and things which is it's a damn shame because it could have stood you know on its own and I, I mentioned this I've spoke to a few people about it I just think people are overly critical these days of stuff you know they're they're mm-hmm. anhedonic like they just don't want to get any pleasure out of, of what they're watching and things and they just want to sit there and critique it I'm like turn your brain off like just sit and enjoy something did you enjoy it for what yeah. it is this isn't like um the, yeah, this it's just meant to be fun, yeah. right? You know, it was I. I wanted space mafia and cow space cowboys, and that's what I got. Yeah. So you know, I was happy with it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right. So briefly to to touch on the Star Wars campaign. Star uh, Wars. Yeah. So we we're playing this campaign, and and I'm not going to go into this in too much uh, description, but uh, we've had a a bit of a funny uh, kind of running gag, and I think we've done one 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 and a half episodes of it so far. Uh, games and mm-hmm. uh, I'm playing the the captain of, of our ship and he's a little kind of fox man uh, like fox McCloud style uh, oh nice chap he's a pilot and that he's an engineer uh, and we had quite a funny a funny scene where because we're playing on roll 20 you're using like tech you're using your mic and your mm-hmm. headset and that and the GM started a thing and he's like oh you know they, they comms you on your uh, your on your uh, your ship console, so I answer the the con and I'm like, oh yeah, uh, you know, this is us on our ship. How could I help? And the GM starts to break up, and I'm like, is this thing on? Like, hello, hello, and this mm-hmm. becomes like a bit of a, a thing where we can't connect, and then it happens again. 
So it just becomes like this weird thing that that my character can't quite work like communication systems no, no. <laughs> because of this like joke where the GM's like signal broke up, uh, which is quite funny. It's it's nice when kind of organic character things are born out of um, things that aren't intentional or aren't really related to the game. Uh, so that's been a, a nice bit of fun. Uh, I'm really enjoying that because he's a very silly character and I don't really play silly very often. Uh, yeah. So it's been a nice change of pace from my usual pious or edgelord or you know jaded <laughs> veteran style characters um, yeah. that I play. So it's been good fun. Good, good. Yeah, excellent. And I, I, I agree with what you're saying that like I, one of the nice nice little moments you get with playing RPGs is that sort of organ. Like my um, I fought Barbarian that I've got on the go, Grasdak. Um, basically, we'd found the body of an angel. Mm-hmm. And um, so the question was asked, right, how, how do we think this uh, angel was killed? So, okay, uh, make some medicine checks. So all the, all, all the people in the party who were likely to actually pass that failed their checks. Grasdak, with his minus two to, <laughs> to medicine... Rolled a natural 20. And ever since then, he's been Dr. Grasdak MD. And uh, at the next available opportunity, I gave him a rank in medicine. Nice. <laughs> completely point... Why Why you'd never do that for a barbarian? Yeah. Like, complete waste of a skill slot, but whatever. That's fun, uh, though, isn't it? I had, yeah. a, I had a, a game of Cthulhu on Tuesday, and uh, the party were in a convoy. They're in the Gobi Desert. Uh, this is in the mm. 1920s. They're in a convoy and they're in a bunch of uh, cars surrounded by horses. And I'm describing like them driving through the desert, the oppressive heat, all this lot, really kind of hammering in the environmental side of it. And uh, one of my players lives with somebody else and they came in uh, during this this little bit of exposition from me yeah. and just leant over, not realising that we could hear everything that was going on and went, do you want a cup of tea? And I was like, and there's just a, a, a woman pushing a cart really fast next to the cart. Do you want a cup of tea? <laughs> Shaking, trying to pass a cup of tea through the window. I love it. All, love all it. a bit of fun. Yeah, excellent. Righty-o, well, uh, I think that's almost everything we've got time for. But as usual, uh, just a little reminder that we do have a Patreon uh, available as well. So the link is in the, the show notes below. Um, as always, as little as uh, one pound or one dollar, everything helps us out an awful lot. And if you can't support us on Patreon for whatever reason, which is fine, you can also share the podcast with your friends. Tell Absolutely, them to come and listen yes. to it. Do the usual like, share and subscribe, please. Yeah. Just support us. Go. Support us like we support you. Morally. Physically. Morally. Sexually. Wow, okay. <laughs> now... <laughs> Bye. Right, that's that's all we've got time for, guys. Bye. <laughs> <Your face. laughs>